Good morning. It's uh, Dr. Caroline Walred. Today is a very rememberable situation for me. I do need to share with you because it is about living lives, other lives. And if you want to hear more about past life or previous life or concurrent life, this really touched my heart. When I was getting my past life regression certificate, we actually were in the group taking turns with each other, learning and practicing how to conduct a very good past life regression session. We each came in, as we all do, to a group with things that have been bothering us, maybe at a subconscious level, playing out in many different ways in our lives, but hey, we all have one or two or more. And in the past life regression, we find there's something that comes up that we didn't even think of that makes sense to us, that connects to our life today. So the first person that was put on a chair in front of the group because it was an introduction and it was a wonderful lady. She was in her other life so in love with this person. It, there was a gentleman at some, I forget the time or era, but she he, she was in love. She was so much in love that we were all in love at the same time with her love. And then when we go through the life, there are certain situations that we're asked to bring up and just timelines. We don't have any preconceived ideas about what they might be, but for her, it was the death of this person she loved. And not only was she crying, I mean, it really touched us. We were all quite moved in this lifetime that she lost someone she so dearly loved. And we experienced that loss with her at some level. So fast forward, over the time that we were meeting, it was 12-hour days, and we were doing a lot of past life regressions with each other. Afterwards, we'd come together and kind of explain a little bit about what happened and how we did it and what we thought and, you know, just a little bit of catch up with the time we spent together for that session. This particular person at the very last session that we did began speaking about a time where she was, there were rocks and dirt, but she was so excited. She was young and she was with two other women, two other young women. I pictured this rock they were at, and they were talking and anxiously awaiting someone to come and give us incredible, give them incredible lessons. And this person was so full of love and so full of joy and information that they seemed to be all craving. And in the next scene, because there's three scenes, the next scene she talks about this person was going to be crucified. If you don't know by now or figure it out, it, it was, I believe it was Christ. She didn't know it as Christ at the time. This person, everyone loved and adored and he had following and the government put him up on the cross. Now she didn't see him on the cross, but she dearly missed being with him in just his energy and his love and his compassion. The third session is where she actually heard that he had left where he had been buried. She actually found him coming to her in some kind of energy form that she understood it was him. She didn't go into that because you don't disrupt that thought process and ask questions at this point. 
you assume that he had come back to her and he told her any time she needed him that he would be there. We asked her to, we, we wanted her to come back and actually do a verbatim because we write things down in more, more technicality. And we were able to ask her questions. First of all, she wasn't Christian. Second of all, she had been since even before she came to the classes, she worked in hospice and took care of people who were passing over console the families and work with them as they crossed. And I think a lot of hospice people do do that, but I bet she was extremely good at it. Well, when she came back and talked about her last session with, I believe it was Christ, we asked her, well, are you Christian? She said, no. In fact, her background wasn't Christian at all. She knew very little about Christianity In fact, she had one aunt that was not close to the family, but they knew her as very, very devout Christian, but she was also very strict and unnice about it. And she was um, always condemning them for not believing what she believed. She had no reason really to have this past life regression in my eyes. And I want to share that with you because first of all, it was such a lovely scene. I do believe she is there, but that's my belief because I listened to her. And I wanted to share this with you because the most intriguing part of this whole scenario that I'm giving you is after she left her classes and went back to work, she left hospice. She did not feel the need to help people cross over. And she felt more connection with God, she said, than she had ever before and with Christ and talked with him on a daily basis. So I don't know any conclusion to that except the story itself. The story itself has whatever you need to hear. And I wish you incredible peace, incredible support. Just know life is very, very beautiful in all aspects and vibrational levels that we have. And it's up to us to really embrace that, isn't it? But loss is difficult. Loss is very, very, very difficult. And we have our ways of making up for it. But I think that return to being with that loving spirit of Christ and the lessons he taught those young ladies where they would be there for hours, she said, before people would gather waiting for him, is much like what I've heard. Go forth in peace, spread the peace, enjoy your day, expect the best for you, expect the best for everybody else. And I wish you a lot of health.